0: well hello and welcome and you've clearly all survived the christmas and much like me you're probably ready to let go of 2021 and all of its many delights But remember, it did bring you moi and the panty personals and my intimate tete-a-tetes with some beauts like Brezzy, Brona Gallagher, Danny Larkin, ye vagabonds, Elaine May, to name drop just a few. And if New Year's Eve doesn't deliver COVID safe company, you can happily listen back to them all and ease yourself safely into January 1st. And today's show is no exception in gifting you an amazing guest. For our last show of 2021, and with a young woman with a voice to warm the coldest of winter nights. It's Neve Regan, a Galwegian who, with her hubby, the wonderfully named Wesley Howdy Shell, and their new dog Daisy, made Dublin their home just in April. Neve was lucky enough to have just finished her big tour before variant omnipresent clothes gigs down the and Neve's been riding high on acclaim since the release of her curiously named album Hemet. Late last year, one of the few joys to greet us in the pandemic. Niamh, hi. Hello,
1: how are things?
0: <laughs> I'm to have to get uh, your daisy and my penny um, together. Um, I, although like you, I added an animal to the menagerie okay. um, during pandemic. I added a cat to the dog during the
1: pandemic. Oh, how did that go? Great. Yeah, uh, the dynamic well, P- Penny the dog
0: is just very nonplussed by everything. Okay. She's not really interested in anybody or anything.
1: Okay. Small yeah. dog, big dog?
0: 14-year-old Jack Russell.
1: Okay. So it has its own personality, oh, attitude. Very yeah, much. Yeah, very nice. Yes. And deserves to have 14.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, and the cat is young and...
1: Full delightfully
0: of life. stupid Like uh, <laughs> The cat's amazing Sounds
1: like a good mix Yeah
0: no, they're yeah, good Great um, uh, Daisy is
1: Daisy is a question mark A mixture of everything A little Beautiful mongrel Maybe a chihuahua Maybe a Jack Russell It's just a It's a delightful mix mm. um, But when we said When we we're getting the, You know the vaccines and stuff For her We wrote down confidently Chihuahua. And the was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but she's perfect, uh, whatever she is. She's been great. She's been great company. So we got her in July and we kind of knew we were going to do the move to Dublin anyway, but mm. we were living with my father at the time. Yeah. Um, so it was that kind of transition of like we were going to be heading away after being quite a unit during the, the lockdown. It was yeah. intense, you know, and we always had a sheepdog, but... The sheepdog is respected for, you know, outdoors, working yeah. dog. Well, you know, Daisy kind of just slotted in on the couch and made her own space. You know, a real yeah, companion yeah. kind of thing. Because you're from so. a farming
0: family in Galway. I am. Yeah. And I'm from a vet's family in Mayo. You know, I totally get it. You know, on a farm, you know, the sheepdog and all that. Yeah. They're... Um, Loved and cared for, and all that, but they're a working animal. They're yeah, not a They're
1: respected. Pet. It's yeah. kind of like they just love to work. And like there's such a bond between the farmer and the working dog. And I felt like Banjo is the name of her dog. She's very much like she has respect for my dad and tolerates the rest of us, <laughs> you know, that kind of way.
0: <laughs> you know, animals is not, I mean, you're well used to animals.
1: I am, yeah. Farm. yeah. But that said, I never had interest in becoming. A
0: farmer. Uh, like any particular reason why not? Like for I mean, because I hear you here, because I oh have no yeah. interest in becoming I I love animals, but so I have no interest in becoming a vet. And in my case it was because I saw how bloody hard it is.
1: Being a vet in yeah. Rural yeah. Ireland, oh my God. Like yeah. the most stressful job. You can get a call yeah. and you just gotta And yeah. I think people people take it for granted, I think. You just Yes, yeah,
0: twenty four hours a day, yeah, seven yeah, days a week, three hundred and sixty five days a year.
1: It must be hard for a family as well. Like they are both we're both Vets like, or was no, it just no, um, your dad?
0: you know, my dad was a vet, and my mum was what they would call a stay-at-home mother nowadays, but also one of those people involved in everything. So, my mum was always going off to meetings about things in the evening, whatever. but um, dad was out of the house, oh, you just never hours know, a yeah. day, you know. So, yeah, yes, really saw so up close how hard that kind yeah, of so
1: demanding, like. l-
0: life is. So I had no illusions. I couldn't hack that kind of
1: There's just not enough support no. or people doing it, do you know, to spread no. you're to spread too thin, I guess. But I, I, I saw do you know, we grew up on a sheep farm and we had Beef, as well, at the time that kind of faded out with life, and now it's just sheep, predominantly sheep. But you know, you never think twice about ringing the vet at 3 a.m. Yeah, something, you know what I mean.
0: You, and you, you just have one brother, right? One brother, yeah, um, Did he do, did he follow up in the uh, no,
1: he's in Boston. He, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think it broke my dad's heart that idea of like, oh, we have to. Everyone has to live their own. Yeah, there was never pressure there. Thank.
0: Has the farm the farm been in the family for a long time or?
1: Um, no, actually, my uncle got the home farm, and my dad went to New York when he was younger with my mom, and just lived their lives. And then they were like, "Oh, do you know what? We might have kids." And then he was like, "God, you know, I grew up farming. Let's," mm. and he did it himself. And it's funny because it's connecting to the home farm that he grew up on. The oh, land. It's next so door. It's, Yeah, it's interesting. So it's it's lovely, do you know. Yeah. Um But that said, like, geez, I hope it's just a small farm. My dad would call mm. it a hobby farm. Do you know that way? Yeah. Do you know, um, definitely not this big. Do you know? It didn't take well, over our yes, lives. Um, like,
0: I grew up obviously, you know, Mayo farms, and you know, they're all small and quite yeah. hodgepodge. And certainly, hodgepodge is a
2: good
1: way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and then I remember you know, my granny lived in County Meath. Okay. I'd go there and.
1: The good oh, land. I couldn't
0: believe the farm. It's like, these people are farmers and farmers <laughs> seemed rich in Mead, yeah. you know, and they, they certainly did tweed. not seem rich in County Mayo, you know. <laughs> they
1: were wearing tweed. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so if I picture, you know, young you growing up in the farm and I've decided you're, you're rolling, you know, by the sheep with a guitar in your hand and you're <laughs> playing the tin whistle from two years old. And um, is that the way it was or is um, it oh, mark?
1: Fair, yeah, fair assumption. I was pretty much always playing music the whole time. I didn't do guitar until I was a bit older, but yeah, I have tunnel vision, I think is probably the way I've always just been playing music. And that was always what I wanted to do. Um, I grew up with a lot of Komogi players and hurling was very important where I came from. <laughs> and I just was useless at it. And I was like, oh, God, I better concentrate on something that um, will excuse me, not making minor, <laughs> <Do> you know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. the,
0: the village is called Kilrickle.
1: Kilrickle, yeah. Kilricle. Uh, Kilricle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, which is actually an adorable sounding name and I feel like... It actually does be. sound
1: cute when you say yeah. it, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> like a,
0: I feel like it should be in a book, you know, um, but you were the fly baby.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I loved competition. Like my mom was a fly baby too. And it just kind of, it all, you know, you just copy whatever you It was a musical grow. family. Yeah, for sure. My dad can't play, but um, he loves music. He loved it and respected music so much. Yeah, I just grew up with music and...
0: But were you growing up with trad music, folk music, a bit of everything?
1: A bit of everything from my dad, like he like listened to everything that was going but my mum was a great accordion player and a great singer like really really beautiful like effortlessly like it just Mm. came to her so it just was a natural thing there's footage of me as a kid like dancing and uh, listening to four men and a dog like on repeat. bit intense. Like I was like, why is this footage an hour long like why are you going? just like one leg up in the air dancing like a Yeah, it just always just drew me in and I just mm. I'm just really fortunate to still get the kick out of it that I did when I was a kid.
0: And and you've never wanted to be anything else?
1: No. I went and did primary school teaching there, but that was more just
0: the yeah, old fallback, is it?
1: Yeah, you know yourself growing up in rural Ireland. No matter what I do with music, it'll always be. Are you still at the music? And yeah. well, there's not much money at that, and you're yeah. almost thirty, and they're trying to pick apart yeah. how you're surviving. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like, like <laughs> oh Christ, I'll just, I'll just do it. And I like teaching, but I knew, you know, it's a great fallback, as they say. Yeah. I loved it, but it's just not a great fit for me either. Do you know? Yeah. So yeah.
0: But at what point along the way? Did you start taking it uh, seriously, I guess, rather than just something you were doing for the fun?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It was literally the second year of doing the primary school teaching course. Um, and I released the album while I was still doing it. And people started listening and reaching out saying they were actually listening. So I was like, oh, you know, like I've always taken it seriously, but it's it's a different thing between like, is that going to pay your rent? Yeah. So I suppose that's the difference. And like, it's literally only been the last year. But um, yeah, I, I hope I still have this sounds really cheesy but like just a bit of courage to keep going with it because it is a bit of a silly path when I look at it on paper but I Listen, love it so look who you're talking <laughs> to, you <know. laughs> like um, yeah you have to do the things that you want to do and yeah life is short yeah roll so. the
0: dice yeah um, yeah
1: continuously rolling the dice yeah, like, this time will be fine <laughs> yeah um, but
0: were you the like the nerdy teenager in your bedroom with a guitar, writing songs about your broken heart, and the the fella you saw at Supermax or whatever?
1: I was hesitant about it because I I was playing flute, I was doing competitions, um, and then. Yeah, I suppose, I. yeah, absolutely, I was the nerdy one. But I hung out with all the camogie people disguising it, you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like so many, it turns out, of the musicians we have in here. Glenn Hansard, Mm. you know, was one of your, I don't know, roots to... to, Mm, to, to, Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
1: He'd have been a big influence just growing up listening to somebody doing what you want to do. there's loads of people that sparked it for me um, I think the frames was more what I like was like jeez like the whole full band but it was rooted in songwriting just that kind of presentation yeah there's just too many to name of who influenced or did that spark but I, it was only recently I was trying to be honest with myself because you know with sometimes interviews they're like oh you know why are you here and it's like I'm here because of like Busted and Avril Lavigne and like <laughs> um, just the things that like you know no. of course like what your parents are listening to of course that influences you and like I honestly think you can't take away from whatever those pop or what you hear on the radio um, so I have a lot a, like a lot to be thankful for those no, things and being true. indulged yeah
0: One of the things I, I know, saw somewhere, your mother, and you just mentioned you played the accordion and had a beautiful voice, but it never would have entered your mother's head to make a career out of it.
1: No, even though she was making a career out of it when she was in college in NUIG, she was becoming a secondary school teacher, her and her brother and two other lads were in a band called Folklore and they were just the resident band in the King's Head paying her fees. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like literally paying her rent and fees yeah. off music, but she never considered herself a working musician in the sense because she was singing other people's songs or just just yeah. going with the flow.
0: And, and it never would have entered your mother's to mind write to write. A song.
1: You know. No. And like when I started doing it, she was like, like a little bit, that's a bit. It wasn't that she didn't encourage it, but it was out of her. Like, why would you be doing that? Like, focus on what's already there and be really good at that. And then I just kept at it. And she was an English teacher her languages and then she's like, actually, no, this is a great exercise for you to be able to get out what you want to say, even if no one's listening. And I really took that. It was just great, you know, mm. um, you feel like when you sing a song, you know, even if no one's listening, you get to, you get to tell the world what, what's going on. Even yeah. if They're just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> well, and
0: speaking of your mother, she, she passed away not that long ago.
1: Yeah, she, you know, and my mum had a, a rough ride in the last few years mm. when she was alive, but you know, a tough woman and... Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of dread doing interviews about it because, um, like, when I released the album, I wasn't really thinking. It was literally, you know, the year after, um, and a lot of those songs. You know, sure, grief is a funny thing, but I almost felt like I asked for attention about grief, and I didn't think. Yeah, it. I was actually
0: going to ask you about this because I heard in some other interviews something. You you had this beautiful song that is about um, your mother's passing, and but. It's not as it's like almost a joy song in a way because you're saying how lucky you were to know her and so on. But in this interview, you said that you kind of regret ever explaining that that was it about, it was about exactly. your mother. Yeah. The song is called Freeze Frame for people Yoga, out there. It's yeah. beautiful and um, it, it, a gorgeous performance on the Late Late Show of it too.
2: When I was out, out of walking, when I
1: that was a a strange one because I got a call so last minute do you want to be on the late late and of course it's like oh if you get on the late late everyone in in the village will stop um, taunting you for doing music (laughs) it's not true (laughs) the doubt continues Um, but yeah it was a whole show a whole thing kind of dedicated to just I think the whole nation's grief in the pandemic Yeah, I don't feel like I um, am a voice or anything for that. It's a very private thing, and I understood the show. It was like everyone was so alone, so it was good to talk about it. But that sort of
0: late late show thing aside, yeah, do you still sort of? I mean, you use the word regret, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do kind of regret it because it's um it's funny because I tear up when I th- it catches me off guard sometimes mm. and I don't want to do that.
0: But why not? I'm sorry, I don't want to psychoanalyze you. No, no, what's and, wrong with and there's up?
1: nothing wrong with tearing up. And I guess I heard somebody say it really beautifully: is like when you tear up when you're talking about somebody, it's like all the love you you still have inside. Yes. For them. So.
0: Oh, sorry, I didn't mean no. to. Uh, you know. Um, but, um, but it is true. I saw, actually, here's that weird thing you would not expect. Um, um, Andrew Garfield was on the late show in America there recently. I think that's and where I saw. Was, yes. And he said this beautiful thing that, that grief is basically.
1: Uh, oh, the love you still yeah. have to show for them. It yes. just wells up and like there's no shame in tearing up. There's nothing. But I, I think it's like, um, I think my mum would be a bit miffed because she is such <laughs> a like, you know, it almost feels like I'm, I don't know, I don't want to be promoting my music off my grief. Do you know, yes, there's, there's yes. a lot, there's a lot going on in life, do you know. So I think it would be her literal hell if she thought, oh my God, do not be talking about <laughs> me. Do you
2: know,
0: But then that does put you in a sticky position <laughs> because yeah. songs are personal.
1: They are, yeah. But you I know. also believe I don't need to be telling people what they're all about, you know, and I think I've learned that now. Yeah, because um, yeah, a lot it's, but... I, Regret is always a strong word as well. I don't because I've learned a lot from it. And a lot of people, actually my mum's age, reached out to me a lot about this particular song that it it struck a chord and I never thought, you know, when I was messing around with it, I didn't think it would, you know, resonate in a way. And maybe it resonated because I talked about it more so.
0: But, but you know, people are always going to ask you about your songs.
1: Of course. But you can
0: choose which ones to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And because the songs stand in their own and.
1: They should. I'm very grateful to be talking about music that I wrote with people. And I just, I don't like tearing up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a very, um, it's it's indicative of what a thoughtful person you are. I love your attitude to it. Because it is absolutely your business what the songs are (laughs) about and people can interpret them for themselves.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because the amount of songs that I've listened to and I have no idea what angle or what the story is, I love that mystery of what I've painted them. You Know what I mean, and then, like, when you hear the song, you're like, Well, that song's about me and this particular incident, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, and and so occasionally I've
0: had a song slightly ruined for me when I've read what it's meaning. really about yeah. because I had my own, a different, absolutely. you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I find out it's about some waitress from you know Idaho <laughs> or whatever, you know,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I think that the, the beauty in a lot of art is that kind of thing, it's so it's there for the taking for whoever's listening or looking or feeling mm. it, so yeah,
0: so. A couple of years ago, and yep. um, not only did your mother pass, but you also met your now husband. And there's that kind of a funny little story about that, too. Um, tell us about how you did meet him.
1: Um, so Wesley's from California and he's a songwriter. And um, he wanted to come to Ireland and play a few shows. And in that bold, California brazen way, he messaged every artist under the sun in Ireland, asking for supports or slots or any sort of like you know, how do I do this? I want to hustle. And I wouldn't have that much traction on my page. So like anyone that would message me, I'd be like, absolutely reply. <laughs> and I was the only one to get back to him after <laughs> like a hundred messages. Um, and I gave him just a few leads of some nice cafes that might or open mics. And yeah. then I met him at one of the open mics and we organized a gig that we would do together in a cafe in Galway. And like, you know, it wasn't love at first sight, but it was definitely friendship at love. Or French at love at first sight just French it, it, first it was like an instant like oh this person is yeah. this person and like and then once he was leaving i was like oh don't like the the thoughts of him not being around so we just kept going long distance and like we probably got married a bit too young it was a bit of a whirlwind you know as in like um because we couldn't be together unless we got married that was the oh, problem right, yeah. So I was caring for my mum and I couldn't travel. So we got
0: married. A, a lot all <laughs> happening at the same time, yeah. But um, he's from a town that I'd never heard of. <laughs> um, I've now since Googled it. It's called Hemet. Yeah. And it's a Californian town of around 80,000 people. I mean, it's a decent enough size. Yeah. In Irish terms anyway. Absolutely. And your fella, his family had a band.
1: Yeah, hippie cream. Yeah. Oh, God. In, in, Saying the like, name that each time makes me kind of laugh.
2: <laughs> All the things that never were just around the corner of
0: your mind. I mean, why didn't they call themselves the Howdy Shells? Because I know. that is such a wildly <laughs> great name. Um but you ended up uh, your 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 debut album which brought you much acclaim and um, attention um is named after the town that he's from so yeah. um how did that come about i mean how did you end up with the relationship with him
1: um well i suppose his mom and dad and Sister is still there, and a lot of his friends. And like any time I was out in the states, he was living in Pasadena, but we'd always do a stint in Hemet. And um, as you said, the band Hippie Cream, which the ethos is just the most beautiful thing ever. They just like hammer out songs without thinking twice, and they just they just have so much fun. There's so much community, and they don't care, and they don't care for success. They just have the crack. Like his dad's also a songwriter who just writes songs for himself. No big deal. Just loves it. Just, um, which was bonkers to me because I felt like I was the only one um, writing songs in Clarice until I came to Dublin. So it was lovely to fall into a nest of um, people who just, that's part of their life and it's no big deal. Just enjoy it. Mm. So that was nice. And so that that's, you know, that's his family. And um, then we weren't really... I felt like he did a big sacrifice for me to be with my family, and um, so it was nice to kind of just like, hey, you know, just because we're not there now, it doesn't like this. This is a big part of my life doing the album, but I wanted to kind of be like, tip of the cap to them. Oh,
0: that's lovely. There's Even there's though actually, it's like you, you calling it
1: Athlone or something, an album Athlone <laughs> or something. And we didn't overthink it either. You know, we had all the songs ready, done, polished. And it's like, oh, I don't know what to call it. And we're like, let's not overthink it. It is. And it, it
0: is a good name. <laughs> it, everyone I don't asks know who,
1: about it, yeah. you know. <laughs> and,
0: and also, um, you make it all sound so casual. But the, the little genius little video marketing clip you have <laughs> for the album, which is um, very funny and, and sweet. Okay, now what I don't want you to do is believe all the negative stuff on the internet about Hemet. Do not go to urbandictionary.com and search the word Hemet. Don't do it. I see you doing it. I see you changing browsers, searching Hemet, reading all those dirty lies. Don't do it. What you gotta remember is Hemet is heaven. And we even have a bumper sticker to prove it. Maybe the only
2: thing I don't like
0: about Hemet is all the right turn only signs. I wanna go left! Oh, I love living in Hemet, all right? People hear my accent and they go, are you
1: from the East Coast?
0: And I go, yeah, I grew up in East Hemet. So come visit Hemet sometime. We would love to have you here. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to shower and rock out to my favorite song.
2: Bye.
0: We're at some. I don't know what the connection to the actor is. but So
1: Daniel Maggio is Wesley's best friend. And it was a big part of Daniel is um, the reason why we we're together was he supported us. He's like family to us as well.
0: Like He's in the shower just talking <laughs> to you about the town of Hemet. Uh, but it's this very funny, um, <laughs> telling you what not to Google about the town. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: it's got a bad rep. But well, because
0: <laughs> I gathered that then although the town is famous for um, Orange older people and, and yes. fruits and all that, it also has an undercurrent of sort of big city problems, a, a yeah. drug problem and all that. Well,
1: you know, like, like anywhere, you know, we're feeling it in Ireland is like everything's being gentrified, everyone's being pushed out of the cities and everyone's moving into these idyllic suburbs and now they're not idyllic suburbs because there's not enough housing for people, there's not enough supports and that's what gives um places a bad name it's not the people that are in it it's the lack of supports they have and it was just a contrast of like this was a little desert town and the and like mountains and then crossways palm springs where old folks with lots of money mm. came to be like this is our little haven yeah but like you can't you can't do that you can't just take a place and say this is ours little haven you know life keeps happening. It, it's so beautiful there yeah. still, you know.
0: I've been to Palm Springs, but mostly just to get my picture outside of um, Liberace's yes. Uh, gates. Yes, Palm Springs, great. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's so good, except <laughs> each time we wound up being in Palm Springs, it was always summertime. And it's just it's next level heat, yeah. just one of those. But still, I love Pam Springs.
0: Yeah. Well, from Pam Springs uh, to some music, um, you're going to do a couple of songs today, so um, nice. this first one is uh, Love You Senseless. Fill me in a little background about the song for you. We
1: um, well, uh, here I go again, telling you what, what well, it's, it's about, it's about no, but, but um, this is I never learned. Um, <laughs> so Love You Senseless is just about a song like when you love someone and you don't know how to help them and it's frustrating.
0: Yes, I, I mean, somebody who's, who's feeling sad or down yeah, or whatever, totally. and you're doing your best, but you can't fix it for them. Yeah. But it's a pandemic written song and it's going to be on your upcoming new EP. Is that that's right? That's
1: it, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, the EP's called In The Meantime, and I wrote four songs um, that came from a very strange place because it was pandemic. So I, that's why I don't want to write a lot of the material for my second album until things feel a little bit clearer. I better sing the song. <laughs>
2: I was waiting for the guilt to wear off. I woke with a dry mouth and bitter thorns, cause you were in a bad way. Bed sheets soaked in sweat. I want you to know this the flowers never made it and I Never want them despite the good intent. Never called you But I sent a couple texts Cause you were never Needed Anyone by your bedside You've got this View to an Empty car park I mean I love you senseless. I love you blind Love me Through this To make it worth your while Cause you bad way I just never noticed You were in a bad way I just never noticed You were waiting for the guilt to wear off You woke with a dry mouth and bitter thoughts cause you're never Tell me how to fix this. You're not. Tell me how I could fix this. You're Tell me how. I love your senses. I love you blind. Love me truly. Just to make it worth your time. And you were in a bad. I just never noticed You were in a bad way I
0: Um, so you, you moved to Dublin in April. Yes. Um, so from not side of a mountain, I won't say well, uh, <laughs> there well.
1: yeah. It's very flat, Midlands kind of. We're on the, the cusp of Banisloe Athlone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, you know, I had I'd I'd lived in Rome for a stint and I did college in Limerick and I thought I was very worldly did back and forth in California. But yeah, like country mouse essentially uh, moving to Dublin, total lockdown kind of style in April. So it's really lovely actually watching the city come back to life as in Mm -hmm. slowly bit by bit. It's interesting watching Why did
0: you choose to move uh, then of all times during the Um, pandemic?
1: We were living with my dad. It wasn't um, like poor Wesley came in at like a very tough time for her family. Like, yeah. So it was like a bubble of grief and then pandemic. And it was yeah. just like, whew, to, to make something work, we kind of needed space, I suppose, in a good way, like, yeah, you yeah, know, Yeah. because he had never lived with his parents since he was, you know, a teenager. So then yeah. coming back to live with um, a parent, you know, it was, it was, it was great. Yeah, it's a lot, though. It's, it's a, a lot. Long. Yeah. So um, change
0: countries, changed.
1: Yeah. He lost a lot of sense of himself in that by supporting me. Um, mm. So we're like, OK, let's get cracking. Okay. Let's do a change. And, and so it was you good. moved
0: to, you're on the river somewhere, is it? Yeah,
1: we're on the Keys. So it's, it's very city centre. So it's, yeah, yeah like it's, it's lovely, like it's grand. I don't think anything's grand at the moment. No one's feeling settled anywhere, yeah. you know, like. But being
0: right on the keys now, I'm, this is essentially the same, um, you know, one block off the keys. Now, I, it doesn't bother me. Yes, when it comes to like walking the dog and that, I would love that there was a park nearby and there yeah. isn't. And, you know, I'm Dublin one. Okay. You know, so it's pretty, but my fella.
2: Yeah.
0: We're actually quite similar to, to Wesley, I guess. You know, he's from, my fella's from Brazil. Okay. Moved to Ireland. And also, we too eventually got to the point where it was getting harder for him to stay after yeah. a number of years of... Uh, uh, student visas and so oh, on.
1: Don't mention the word uh, visas. Yeah, <laughs> I break know. your heart.
0: But he's from the very edge of a small city, which is on the very edge of Sao Paulo. So it's a small okay, city small outside Sao, Sao Paulo and he's on the very, but okay. literally on the edge. Like if you see a picture okay. of his street, like there's fields on one side. Wow. Okay, but there's so a city bus. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But so he finds the Dublin one living hard. Yeah. Because there is no sense of space.
1: Or green. You have to
0: walk quite far to get to a bit of greenery. Yeah. Um, All that. You know, whereas it doesn't ever really get to me. But he finds that harder. Yeah. Um, For like.
1: like Yeah, and it is because it's what you're used to. Do you know what I mean? And like how you find solace as well. If your surroundings, it's green fields or a desert or, you know, that's yeah. where you seek comfort sometimes. And when you just can't so you access find it, it a big
2: change? No, no I, don't I don't think so.
1: I think like we're very fortunate. Like Ireland is quite small in the sense you can, yeah. like I can get in the car in two hours and back home where I grew up. You know what I mean? Like Wesley can't do that. Like yeah. he can't just hop in the car and be like, oh, I kind of, I miss, I miss my friends. I miss my sense of self. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, as you know, it can get really hard because you don't know what to do about that. Do you know, like, yeah. um. Because all you want for your loved one is for them to feel settled and yeah. like supported. And there's only so much you can do sometimes. Like um, your
0: song talks about it. No, but that. there's yeah. only
1: so much, you know, <laughs> yeah. and like, um, so that like it's only literally recently we've been talking about like, well, what what's the next step? Because like, you know, when we got married, we lived in this kind of bubble of like, well, you're going to do primary school teaching. You're going to have kids. We're going to, you know live a farm, rural life. And like, you know, that was easy to jot down on paper in our heads being like, yeah, okay, cool, you know. Yeah. And then we're like, woke up and then we're like, oh Jesus, that's actually not what we ever wanted. You know, yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. um so it's like, what do we do now? um So... It's like, I think you get quietly confident in the beginning of a relationship or the beginning of a marriage, like everything's plain sailing.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. And nothing no, is plain no, sailing. No, it's so
1: it's just this constant turbulence of like, what
0: well, And it's a constant sort of negotiation, too, yeah, never about stops. what the arrangement will be and, yeah. you know, all that. And I actually can really relate here because, um, you know, like I said, I'm from, from Brazil, but the pandemic, you know, in our case, we weren't that long marriage when the pandemic you know, came yeah. along. Um, And suddenly we spend the next two years in a one bedroom apartment together because he's working from home and I essentially, you know, all all my kind of work was just closed up. So it was very intense. And then on top of that, he can't get home to Brazil easily because of, you know, all the stuff that's going on. Um, And, and, you know, and he really just misses, you know, his man, his niece, you know, whatever, all the things.
1: It's that fact you can't go that yeah. makes it so much worse because you could have easily done the two years and just not gone around because you're busy or you're yeah. doing things and life got in the way. But it's like life didn't get in the way. It was just like pa- pandemic yeah. got in the way. <laughs> so yeah. but I also
0: think that the pandemic in a way too. Um, I mean, hate it, horrible, awful. Of course. Um, but, you know, it did almost force people to take stock. Yes. Of where are we? Uh, where am I going? Uh, yeah. What do I want? And all of that. Um, So do you think that played a a part in yours? Yeah,
1: of course. And especially like, did you say you got married recently before the pandemic? Yeah, like we've been
0: married Yeah, same year as you, 2019. Yeah.
1: So you get the idea of like, you get that honeymoon of like, we're married, it's all fine. And then you have no option just to be, because he was working from home too. Yeah. So it's like, we never didn't see each other. You know (laughs) what I mean?
0: You are married, now we're locking you together (laughs) into this 40 square meters. (laughs) You know,
1: and then what, like, so we kind of, as I was saying, we kind of like just leaned into it and enjoyed it for a while. But then it was like, I'm not doing what I want to do. And he's not getting the full picture of his life either by yeah. working at home so it 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 did it, it has to, you have to take stock and it's uncomfortable you know um yeah. but we you know. It's. I think it'll all work out for the better just as in uh,
0: yeah, yeah, that yeah. sense
1: of like being honest about how are we are going to navigate rather than just yeah. be like oh we have to do the married thing now. Well
0: do you know what's funny though is um, if the pandemic hadn't happened yeah. you those same problems would have arisen but they just would have arisen three or four or five exactly. ten years down the road. It's so, so in a way it's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really
1: nice to kind of like crack it open and, like, look at it for what it is in a good way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And have time to do it. Like, there's no rushing yeah. and fixing or finding solutions. Like, I kind of, I think I am to blame for a lot of the the turbulence as well. The fact he could, he's been home recently and he's come back rejuvenated. Like, and yeah. it was, like, it was a marked person. Like, he was just so much full of love coming home. He hadn't seen his parents for two years, you know what yes, I mean? Yeah. You know, and they're elderly and they're, you know, yeah, that's yeah. always a concern. Um, Not a concern, but like it's in the back of your mind, like as yeah. in, gosh, you know, you don't want to waste any Yeah, not exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. It, it's difficult, but it's good looking at things um, from the full picture and like being married to somebody who wants to be a musician and like willing to be on the road is difficult as well. So it's just, it was good. We had to like renegotiate what it looked like. And, and it, 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 if <laughs> circumstances were
0: different, if you didn't, you know, have, you know, Galway and all that, yeah. w- might you have up sticks and, and moved to Hemet or California um, somewhere? Definitely.
1: Like I spent a lot of my earlier 20s kind of like knowing my mum was quite unwell and like that plays a big fact into yeah. your choices and like how your life spans out. So I always kind of knew I had to be home for a good while. And he knew that, too. Like, you know, um, he met me twenty one, twenty two, 22 and like I'm 27 now. And like, I do feel like I've been like four different people in between that time. <laughs> He's been yeah. there, you know, um, it's crazy what a year can do yeah. in, in how you look at the world. And
0: um, well, sometimes the world forces you to be another person for a while.
1: For a while, like, yeah.
0: Carer or yeah. You know, so on.
1: Um, like I think everything happens yeah. the way it's meant to. I fully believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Well.
0: Um, you're going to know the song for us. Now okay. we had a couple of choices there and one of them, of course, was Freeze Frame, this is the song we spoke about earlier. Yeah. But let's <laughs> let's not in the context of this conversation. <laughs> because the other song that was uh, you were talking about possibly doing is um, happy again.
1: Will I do happy again? Yeah, if you're uh, like yeah, what you I'm want. absolutely I'm delighted to do either one. I love singing freeze frame, like I like I really enjoy okay. it. I think what I don't enjoy is like how I can't seem to manage myself talking about it still. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's it's a it's a but funny then again, one.
0: You don't have to manage yourself talking about it. Exactly.
1: But um, I think I'm a private person but then I find myself just talking non-stop about myself. It's like a Leo thing or something. So what (laughs) I do...
0: Let's do Happy happy Again again. then. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No matter what down you get won't be enough to make something of regret in your working hard and keeping track till the language changes from if to when you become happy again in the skin that you're in and with the time you would spend oh how did you go Days after weeks without talking to me uh. No matter what, you've been working hard And you're never home And not sleeping well, come back in don't you know you are my honey don't you know you are my worry don't you know you become happy again in the skin that you're in out with the time you would spend oh you can go home while the light's still on cause the light's still Just been working hard I mean working so
0: Things um, I heard you saying somewhere that I liked a lot was talking about where the songs come from. And one of the things you said was um, that sometimes it's just like a little moment, and then you overdramatize it. <laughs> um, I mean, your songs aren't all autobi- or autobiographical or anything. Um, no. Which also made me laugh. You told a story in something about where you sang a song about kids, and afterwards a woman comes up to you afterwards and asks you about your kids. You said, like, "I don't have any kids." <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so is that where the, most of your songs come? It's just some little moment. there yeah, it's and like a
1: little seed or like, yeah, it definitely is. There there could be one sentence in the song that is actually relevant or maybe I like, yeah, that's about me, maybe, yeah. but like the rest of it is all just, you know, Wild Wild West imagination just keep building, yeah. you know, and I and that's where I like, this is why I love doing it. I have so much yeah. crack doing it, <laughs> you know, um, like. And the thing is, what I really enjoy about it is when you have people who are very close to you and your family and they're afraid to ask you. And you know, like when you're like, what do you think? You make them listen to the song before you go record it or something like, lovely. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Like, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> because they think that you're pouring yeah. your heart yeah. out. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: God, um, if you were to take every song literally, I, I don't know if I'd still be here.
0: <laughs> well, I love the fact that you just said, you know, that um, you keep doing it because it's great crack. Um, because so many, you know, people, they also try to over dramatize the angst of, oh, God, of creation yeah. and all that. Like, if it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so... I like hearing you saying that you just, it's good crack for you to do it. I mean, so there are the parts you like, but are there parts of it that you you don't like? Um,
1: I think I genuinely like it all. And like the fact that this is the first year of my life that I've got to call this a job where I'm like making enough rent. I want to do it, Like that the foundation to my job is something I love. Yeah, I'm, I'm really proud to be able to do it. Because like to what I've also really noticed, because I have so many friends that are so talented and they're better songwriters, they're just... But it's it's like, it's all circumstances. And like, if you have support, if you have finance, if you can like manage to like work that part-time job while still making it, it is such a game of privilege to to be doing yeah, what I'm and doing. And look,
0: it's, it's also a oh, huge yeah. amount of look or S- even sort of sight geisty vibe. Absolutely um, Of course it takes... Talent and hard work, but there are a lot of talented, hard working people out there. The difference is between this one yeah. who rises up and gets everything, and this one who continues to struggle on.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a lot of it is to do with look and, and meeting like, the right person at the right time on the yeah. right song at the right There's so many variables, so
1: many things to it, and it's like I think it's disheartening when you see people who are like as you said, hardworking, talented, and it just it isn't clicking. But being mm-hmm. able to s- survive. Waiting for that right moment is the dangerous part, as you were saying, rolling the dice again and again and again. And it's like some people don't have that support system behind them Mm. or have the energy to keep rolling the dice because, you know, you get so many doors closed on you that you're like, oh...
0: And in a way, you have to have sort of a, a self-belief and a courage to keep at it. Yeah. Because you were just saying about really how it's, it's relatively recently that Irish people have sort of freed themselves from this idea of having notions. Yeah. Um, and that in actual fact, it is OK to say, I actually am bloody good at this. You know, I, we can do this as well as anybody from anywhere else. Um, yeah. And to have sort of the you know, the courage and the self-belief to go ahead and make things and do things. And I just thought that was an interesting take on the whole Irish notions business that people often talk about. But um, in your case, um, did you never feel, oh, who am I to think that I can make a living at this? Oh,
1: God, no, I'm still am. I'm embarrassed by what I do sometimes. (laughs) I have to work on it. And it's because it's a cultural difference. Like Wesley has this American can do attitude. And like, I remember when we met at the first, of the open mic, I was like, oh, I'm not, I just, I won't. Even though I had studied four years to to play an instrument. Like, and I was just like, I just, I freaked out. I was like, I don't want to put myself out there. Or like, ask for attention unless I'm like, I feel safe in doing it. And yeah. he was like, what are you on about? Just get up and do it. You love to do it, do it. And like, that changed my life having somebody in, who was like, don't overthink yeah. it, just do it. Like why? why? And I love that about America. Like, as in... Yeah. Because I do feel like we we stifle each other sometimes here in Ireland. Like even the fact you can't take compliments or you have to, you have to be careful not to be too overly enthusiastic about yourself because it's it's almost like seen as rude.
0: Yeah, or it's, it I seems as like having that, a big think, head or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But
1: there, there comes a point as well of being like, well, if you're saying it's your work, you should be able to do it without yeah. trying to make yourself feel like I definitely sometimes try and make myself small in a situation yeah. just because I don't have enough behind me yet. In my head to justify why I'm there. In
0: your head, you don't. But but
1: but like I think a lot of us do that here in Ireland, or especially growing up in rural Ireland, (laughs) like yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, but it's
0: uh, and and are you happiest then in the sort of writing, recording part of the job, or in the uh, performing on stage part of the job? I
1: love being on stage, like. I did a gig recently where I was I was heartbroken before it like something just it was just one of those days everything was not working and I was on stage and somebody sent me a video afterwards I was smiling so much and I didn't even realise like it's just I just get a good kick like it's like another but I love all all aspects to it And you've actually
0: had a very good pandemic and recently you've done some pretty big great gigs and performances Um, The National Concert Hall the Cork Opera House
2: What's the matter the time Keep it round circles around me all day. Why can't I complete a task and feel good
1: at the end of the day? Yeah, I got so, like I, this year has been a great year for me. I can't complain about a lot of things. I can't. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it was hard, but like things were coming in my way. It's well, been plenty of not-so-good ones. You so are
0: months. a singer and a musician, and you did say you wouldn't you wouldn't mind doing freeze rain. So can we have the third song? Absolutely, anyway? yeah, yeah. There's no problem. <laughs> this is the song we spoke about earlier, freeze rain, which because is about whatever you wanted to be, listeners. <laughs> absolutely there's absolutely it's about.
2: out, out walking when I heard two men are talking There was something in the air No, I knew it wasn't right But there was something so inviting to a broken heart which is trying to recall what we had to Out, out walking when I heard your voice talking. Well, I knew it in my head, no, I knew it'd be okay, cause there's so exciting to my broken heart, which is trying to go out. We had a I could freeze frame every moment. the the frame every moment with you cause I was looking at the heavier and I was looking after my you oh, I was looking up, looking up just a little bit more Just a little bit more of your time I will surely be fine can which is trying to call what we had if I could freeze frame every moment if I could freeze the frame every moment with you cause I was lucky enough
0: Thank you so much, Neve. Gorgeous as always. Neve, Regan, thank you. Oh, thank Mrs. Howdy Shell. Oh, Such a great <laughs> man, Howdy Shell. Um, <laughs> thanks for being thank here. Thank you. Um, thank you, thank you, for, you for being in our uh, end of year uh, parlor. <laughs> and, um, and I hope that 2022 brings you all of the many good things that you absolutely deserve.
1: And you too. Including
0: uh, loads of money. <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thanks
0: you so much for being with us. Um, We are looking forward to the new EP in February, and happy New Year! Happy New Year!
1: Um,
0: And happy New Year to all of our uh, listeners out there. Um, And thank you very much uh, to Connor and Keen here at Camden Recording Studios for giving us shelter all of this year. Um, Thanks for listening, and see you in twenty twenty two. you
1: Don, thank you for having me
0: are uh, you went on a roller coaster today
1: <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no it's good